Welcome to As You Were, a podcast about Alkaline Trio, where every week we talk about one Alkaline Trio song. And this week, it's Worn So Thin. I'll start out fresh, a brand new beginning. It goes like this, so I never finish anything. Ain't it the truth? Ain't it the truth? Pants, we've all been worn so thin. Wearing a thin, baby. Baby. As you were a podcast about Alkaline Trio. Every week we talk about one Alkaline Trio song. Sometimes we drop things when we're talking. Yeah, you're doing this one from a construction site, so little known fact. Yeah, there's a fucking big inflatable rat outside. And people keep honking in support of big inflatable rats. Yeah, I, people love them. You know, it's like the, the tooth man guy that people were really into for uh, that stretch of time. Bailey Buddy. For all our wrestling fans out there. Also fans of uh, people that I closed down a bar with. Mm. I, I mean, it sucks that you guys, like, closed down a bar and pushed people out of business and took away those jobs, but I mean... In keep, it's in keeping with your uh, inflatable rat thing, I guess you got going. <laughs> I'm the union buster. Yeah. I'm the union buster, and I'm the avoiding talking about uh, Worn So Thin, the song by the Alkaline Trio. Though, let's not, let's not go that far right up front. This is an okay song, right? It is a perfectly okay song. Yeah. Um, but I don't know... I think uh, as people who have listened to this program for the past however many years uh, know that I tend to get most frustrated by songs that are perfectly okay. That's the perfectly okay ones that are like, all right, that mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. That happened to me in a Taco Bell drive through this afternoon. I said, huh, what is it about this song that is making it so difficult for me to know what I'm going to say about it. Yeah, I I feel like we had, though I did not have Taco Bell, quite jealous. Um, I similarly, uh, this is one on this record for me where when I see the title, I'm like, I don't know what that song sounds like. (laughs) And to be fair, uh, I would say in this day and age, I am less good with song titles than I used to be especially mm-hmm. on newer uh, albums because, mm-hmm. you know, you just kind of click play on a stream and then it kind of breezes past you. And unless they say the song title a lot, it's probably pretty easy to not know. Your um, brain is also decaying. I mean, yes, it's the rabies, but that's the thing we'll get to when we get to. Um, and this is one where I was like, forget if this is a matter or Dan song. And then it starts and I'm like, oh yes, it's this Dan song. Uh, and, Every single time, the beginning of this song really puts me off. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you're starting from that place, it's really, I think it's really hard to really love what follows. Mm-hmm. Um, though not entirely impossible. Because I think at a certain point, this song actually does what I think it probably should have just done from the beginning. Um, but it takes a while to get there. Yeah, and I think that that's uh, that's the point where we're we're going to meet is once we've worn off all of that 
beginning juice because David, you and I have both played music in mm-hmm. bands before. I think that we've all been in a position where you or someone else in the band has a new song, trying to figure out how you're going to do it as a band. Let's just start out with uh, guitar, voice, and then the band will kick in. Yep. It's kind of the first, like, step and i guess like all right how are we gonna how are we gonna get here you start you know we'll follow along and that's kind of what the beginning of the song sort of feels like is we got some like kind of cowboy chords uh lightly distorted and then all right just when they thought they got you with the oh this is just gonna be like a a little campfire jam oh no Mm -hmm. it's a punk song but we're going to hang on to, and I think this is one of the things that gets me down about this song early on is that that clean guitar tone that we start off with does have a little bit of distortion, but it doesn't sound good. And then when it's playing a little bit louder, it really doesn't sound good. Yeah, I mean, I think you've kind of crystallized everything I feel about the beginning of this, um, which is... Yeah, it's it's not reinventing the wheel, nor does it need to, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, that kind of, like, augmented G chord that he's opening on is definitely, like you said, very cowboy chord, very kind of, like, I don't know, uh, that kind of, like, cowboy punk thing, which isn't really my vibe. So, from the start, I need to acknowledge, like, pretty openly... I have a bias against that kind of sound most times. So mm-hmm. it's it's not winning any points with me out of the gate. But the big thing that bugs me too is when the band does come in is particularly Derek's part because it feels like he's overcompensating. He's doing the thing that I think often happens when punk bands try to play around on this more open corded stuff which is he's thrown in a lot of cymbal hits and he's thrown in a lot of accents mm-hmm. because he's playing it like a punk song. But when you are kind of playing around these kind of open chord strumming patterns, you just end up putting too much in there. Um, so the beat kind of takes on this like, like he's just like hitting the fucking crash cymbal every other note. And it gives it this really kind of like jerky momentum that doesn't really accomplish what I think it needs to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder how much, you know, and I will say when we get into the the first chorus, which kind of pulls back a little bit and ha- and is a little more open, that's when I start to be like, oh, this is actually pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. And, and not in like some sort of like, high-minded experimental music kind of way but it's just like oh this is what you were going for you just felt like you needed to make it like a quote-unquote alkaline trio song before you got to the part you liked right but the the thing that i think is missing in that beginning part is the actual like alkaline trio aspect of it it's very kind of generic pop punk band um and I agree with you, once that chorus settles in, it's like, cool, this is the groove for this song. We just kind of went through the, like, slowed down open thing, and then, oh, gotcha! 
yeah. So we're jerked around a little bit at first, but then, yeah, we settle into a chorus that I think has a great hook, a yep. really nice groove, and honestly, the way it transitions into that chorus, you kind of look at the at least the tempo for the verse and say like okay well the tempo shift is on point yes it actually feels really purposeful in a way where like i think that's what i struggle with when i think about this song is because i i don't like the verses Mm -hmm. but the way they shift into it is really nice and like wow like that's a really like difficult thing to pull off as well as i think they do here Mm -hmm. um and that's it's so it's just very funny where you're like, oh, it kind of needs to be that. I just don't like what it needs to be. Yeah, definitely. And I think that when you get into that chorus, it's actually it's really nice because lyrically it's the don't tell me to just calm down. Really, it's the first time in the song lyrically where he is settling down. You look at those verses mm-hmm. and they're very scattered all over the place the opposite of calm so -hmm. when he's like don't tell me to calm down it is a nice uh it's a nice way to kind of fall into that chorus where really you sit and i i think like get a little bit more of a sense of what this song is actually about as opposed to just like ah shit like uh, i'm all over the place here and now it's just like okay cool we're 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 definitely like somewhere and it seems like this is where we need to be oh man i don't i don't like that i'm taking it metaphysical but i kind of am well i mean i think you're kind of pointing out what i think the struggle with the song is is i do think the parts kind of mirror what's happening in the lyrics and i think like you know, Dan's vocals, what I will give them credit for in the verses is I find his performance and delivery pretty engaging. Like, I think he's like, he sounds pretty inspired. And I think what I like about this song has always been that it feels like him really trying new approaches to to vocal melodies, really in the chorus. But I, I, I think it comes through a lot. Um, but the problem with like, if they're trying to mirror the kind of disconnected, like rapid fire thoughts that are kind of getting shot out in the verses and the music the guitar tone does not work for that like that warm borderline Mm. jangle tone does not sit well in a song that i think is trying to achieve any level of like anything other than like comfort or recognizability it just feels very like okay like i know what this is supposed to be like you aren't writing a like chaotic guitar part and being like, I want it to sound like big star. Like that just doesn't really cohere. Yeah, totally. It's, it's just those, like, I I think that jangle, like, you know, strummed at a more frivolous pace. It just does sound, I think a lot like the drums, which is just a little try hard. We're trying to really make Mm -hmm. this thing carry, but with a punk beat, it doesn't really work that way. And not to skip ahead because there's more I want to talk about with the chorus. I think that shit falls in terms of the guitar. It falls. It feels really empty in the bridge when he gets into mm. octaves. Cause there's no distortion on it. We're st- which is like cool that you're still like working with this idea of keeping the same tone throughout. It doesn't feel like, okay, that 
you know, it does feel like the band playing in in the room, but in that bridge, it's just so thin sounding. Yeah, and it's it's yeah. I I also have more I want to say about the chorus, and I I like the bridge, but similarly, I don't like the tone because it doesn't sound full enough. Like what I like about the bridge, kind of onward in this song is I feel like that's when the band really settles into the groove of what this song needs to flow as. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like the drums really get to a place of like, all right, like you understand where you need to be. I feel like the bass is kind of sticking out a little more. It feels very coherent. I feel like Matt's backing vote, like everything is kind of placed well. I just feel like, yeah, the the tone on the guitar, it either needs to like, they need to shift the strumming pattern to where it's like very light mm-hmm. and like there's more room around it or they need to crank things up more but because the guitar tone is so kind of i don't want to say weak but i think like very clean it's It's very sterile for um it just it also doesn't sound like a matte tone at all matt has a clean tone this isn't it and i also don't feel like there are other instances of this guitar tone on this record no, this song feels very kind of on an island to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think that's what makes it a little weird. Is I actually think there are some interesting, you know, it's it's a pretty straightforward song, but I feel like there's some interesting chord choices being made in mm-hmm. the choruses and bridge where it's like, you know, kind of hitting those octaves or kind of augmenting power chords in a way where it's like adding a little more character. But, yeah, that's the problem is I feel like the bridge into that final chorus really kind of hits on like, all right, the song needs a more relaxed pace and groove and vibe and it will achieve the point. But to what you were saying, the guitar needs a little more bite, but to add that there is going to then like propel it up a a step where it doesn't want to go. So it's just in a weird midsection. And like, obviously I'm not someone who like tries to harp on like production and stuff like that, ruining a song. If a song is good, it can supersede that. And I think that's the problem here is the song is pretty good in spots. Mm-hmm. The song sounds pretty good in spots, but they don't really align ever. Yep. They both kind of have some problems that aren't solved by the other thing lacking. And I think that's where you get into a difficult territory. For sure. Um, we both wanted to go back to the chorus. I love the harmonies. In yeah, the I think they're great. God, they're so good. Yeah, like... I, I mean, because that's, that's what they wanted to do. So mm-hmm. That's the moment where they commit to the bit and go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I feel like, and there's probably a sense in that room, too, where they know that that chorus and that bridge part are fucking on point. They just didn't really find a good spot for the verses in the intro. Yeah, and, like, to to what you said about, like, having played in bands and knowing, like, all right, let's just start, you know, and we'll figure it out, is I imagine that, you know, they're probably playing that first verse, this is me projecting a ton, so take it for what you will. Ask for projections, baby. Yeah, so, I mean, you know that feeling of you starting, you're like, I don't really know, and you're like, okay, maybe it feels kind of okay, and then you hit the part where it actually feels good, which is them downshifting into the chorus, and like, ah, it works, yeah, all right, all um, right. Everybody good, everybody nodding at each other, like, yeah. But this is the song, and and there are a couple moments throughout this record that really show they kind of were writing quickly together over that month time to make this record. And, like, this is one that, like, 
had they held maybe maybe uh workshopped a little bit more mm-hmm. i think it's a good midpoint between like minds like minefields and radio violence two of the songs on the seven inch ep that follows this almost feels like kind of something that could occupy those two spaces where like minds like minefields has that kind of weird bridge and there is mm-hmm. more like weird stuff happening and if they wanted to bring that energy to the verses of the song and make it a little bigger mm-hmm. um i i think that could have worked really well um but as it sits like you know and and even when i've kind of thought about this song like i think i think i would like so much more is instead of at the beginning of do it strumming that chord forever just do the like k- 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 kick in like mm-hmm. with the band i think would feel cooler but yeah, I mean, I don't know. The chorus has so many things of them kind of, I, I don't want to say taking risks, but the harmonies, this really laid back vibe, this really building to the end of each line, mm-hmm. which, you know, is, is somewhat atypical in a way that I find compelling. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think that that's also lyrically the strongest point of the song, too. Um, 100%. Because the, I guess... I guess what I have a hard time with the beginning of this song is that it feels kind of like he's working himself into this state of mind that he's Mm -hmm. into. Like you can, I don't know. There's, um, I, I feel like he's kind of play acting for it, but I think that the chorus has a real heart to it. And, I don't know. I don't know. Not to say necessarily that the stuff at the beginning is disingenuous. I think it's just not the best way for him to say what he wants to say throughout the song. Yeah. I mean, I think the first verse really suffers from that the most, in my opinion. Um, Because I think the second one, I think the second verse and the bridge kind of hit on the fact that he's just kind of like word vomiting and like dumping these thoughts on someone. So... Again, I think there are both musically and lyrically some things kind of happening that are trying to make the sentiment of the song feel that way too, of just this like rap like I've just got all this shit to say and I'm just ba 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 and you know, that's, that's that's cool, I think in theory. I just don't know if it serves the song ultimately. Mm-hmm. Um and I think what I do like in the second verse and then the bridge as well is like He's bringing in some imagery that I actually think feels kind of like a better version of stuff he's tried before. The whole like, you know, I'm sorry, friend, I should pay you rent. Just kind of like, you know, acknowledging that he's like putting his shit on other people. Mm -hmm. And then the bridge part with the whole like feel like garbage thing and the kind of, you know, calm response. That's good stuff. It's really good. Like genuinely, I think those parts are very inspired and intentional. Mm -hmm. Um. It's just, yeah, it, this is a song that like, it sucks where it's just kind of like, it, it feels like it keeps you at arm's length up top and then you get to the good part and you're kind of like, oh, well, how do I feel about this? And like, it ends on a really nice note. And this, this is just one of those songs where when it starts playing, I'm always like, okay. But at the end, I'm like, I kind of like that, Mm -hmm. but I don't, I, I don't know. It, it, it just occupies one of those weird territories of like things I like, but has some flaws that I, I don't think the good parts fully make up for. Totally. Um, and, you know, I, I respect at least that they're reaching for something in parts of this, but it's when they default a little bit 
and in the wrong places that just kind of leaves me a little cold. Damn. Cold is cold is a good word for it. Just like I was getting cold in my car in that Taco Bell drive-thru. What did you get at the Bell? Oh, but here's the thing. And this is actually maybe where... Because I'm listening to this song, and I'm like, yeah, this is maybe like two, two and a half. But that drive-thru is kind of backed up. And if I'd gone straight up to the order window, it wouldn't have been happier hour. And I wouldn't have been able to get that $1 medium Baja Blast. Mm-hmm. Along with uh, bean burrito, cheesy gordita crunch, beans instead of meat, and then a cheese quesadilla for Jamie. The classic. Classic. Um, so yeah, I did, get, I did get happier hour. So... But yeah, it was cold in the car because of the air conditioning. You know how it goes. You know how it it's goes. too fucking hot. What do, you, what do you rate this one? <sighs> um, <laughs> it sits so firmly between two ratings for me that it's kind of tough. But I, I think two point five is what I gotta is where I really feel about it. <laughs> I give it I give it a three plus plus point five for the sigh gives us a good round even three. Yeah. It was a two it was a two at one fifty eight this afternoon and then it became a two and a half and just now became a three. You know, sometimes something. things just get elevated. <laughs> As you were a podcast about Alkaline Trio, every week we talk about one Alkaline Trio song. This week we talked about Taco Bell. My name is Tim and this is my friend David. We do this podcast because it's just fucking fun. And uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash as you were if you want to buy David some Taco Bell. Yeah, I would love that. I would love that. I would need a spicy potato soft taco in my hand. And uh, in exchange for that, we talk more and uh, give it to those fine folks over there who uh who help us keep doing the thing either way we'll be back next week we look forward to it and we will see you then thank you friends Quality of